right. Hi, everybody. This is Demetria and Christina. We want to welcome you back to our second episode of Hey, Sister. Yeah, so this is our show for sisters by sisters and about sisters and misters. So as we shared with you a couple of weeks ago, we wanted to bring you this broadcast so we can talk about timely topics and that you can get it from the sister's perspective. For those of you that know us, thank you for joining. For those of you that don't know us, please sit back and enjoy the ride and get to know us as we take this journey. Um, there has never been a time in our lives, I don't think, well, definitely not in my life, maybe in hers, but definitely not in my life where we haven't been known for having some very strong opinions. And so that is part of what we want to share with you over this journey with Hey Sisters, not just our opinions, but thoughts and ideas. We want to test things out. Um, we want to challenge our belief system and our way of thinking. You know, there's always new opportunities, new thinking, new things to explore. And we want to do all of that in this broadcast of Hey Sister. So if you see that picture of my, me and my little sister, I still have her back all these years later. And we want to thank you guys for joining in and joining us on this, this journey. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely a journey. So, sister, what's going on? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's uh, I'm trying to prevent from getting sick. I don't know what's happening today, but uh, but otherwise, I have no complaints. How about you? I, I feel really good. So, um, I've been working out like crazy. This week is uh, Hell Week at Orange Theory Fitness. And and I have been uh, working out like crazy, um, but really enjoying it. It's been a whole lot of fun and um, I can't complain either. But I did take some time for self-care on Friday. I got a really good massage and stretch. You know, I need to stretch out those old bones and those old muscles. So um, I'm feeling really good today on this Sunday. Good, good. Uh, speaking of working out, that's what I was going to say. I am trying. Whew, I'm trying to get back on the, the stick. It's <laughs> last few weeks. You know, I've been I've traveled. I had my birthday party extravaganza. And um, these last two weekends I've been home, but it's been really busy and just trying to get motivated and inspired to get back in the gym and drink water all the time. And whew, so I hydration you. is important, especially where you are. <laughs> it is very important. It is very important. But in, in addition to it being important, you know, I I think that being in certain settings, you tend to drink coffee and teas and things like that all the time because of the setting that you're in. And so I gotta pull back on some of the coffee and the tea and just drink some some nice good water. So um trying to get back. Trying to get back into it, girl. You know, now I done hit this fourth decade. <laughs> got to keep it together because folks are like, yeah, you're going to notice stuff just is hurting for no reason. And <laughs> it's already started. I've been having this crook in my neck since Sunday. And it's like a full week. I'm just still next to hurts. Okay. Don't have a real explanation. So anyway, that's been it for me. 
Yeah, well, you know, that is a part of the maturation process and we're all out there and we're enjoying that maturation process. So um, we're just going to keep going on with it, right? That's what yeah. else? What, what's the alternative, right? That's exactly what I was about to say. The alternative <laughs> isn't better, so it's all good. So um, today what we want to uh, discuss um, and kind of bring to the forefront is this topic that has been in the news today. And that is around sexual harassment. So sexual harassment in the workplace and beyond the workplace. Um, it is it is a serious matter, you know, to borrow a phrase, that uh, it's very interesting about how that at this point in time in history, it seems that it is taking on a life and energy that it didn't take on in previous points in history and decades. Not quite sure why, but let's just open up and start talking about the whole Harvey Weinstein sexual harassment in the workplace, what's happening. And if you are out there joining us right now and you want to talk about your experience or your thoughts, just shoot them in the comments so we can start this dialogue. So, um, but for you, sister, have you ever experienced um, sexual harassment or let's just say inappropriate behavior in the workplace? You know, I haven't had that specifically in the workplace. Now, I think being a woman, you have, I don't know any women who would be able to say that they haven't experienced some sort of harassment or inappropriate behavior ever um, in their I would say since they've been adults, but even even some people before that. So um, so have I experienced it in general? Yes. In the workplace, not so much. I, I, I've been um, privileged in the way not to have had to experience it in the workplace. I don't know about what, what about yourself? You know, it's very interesting. Um, I've as all of these things have been rolling out in the news recently, and, and it started actually a while ago with the Bill um, Bill Cosby, right? Mm -hmm. With all of the the trial, the allegations, the people that came forward, and 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 after many many decades um, of experience, the treatment that they experienced, coming forth and having something to say, and it was this. It's caused me to do a lot of reflection, right? So um, as you said, as a woman, um, as a woman of color, um, as a woman who actually developed early. So I started developing, obviously I'm, you know, the same height I've been since I was 12 years old. So I was tall. I had um, physical characteristics of a, of a woman longer before than I was mature as a woman, right? And that mm -hmm. brought a lot of attention, comments, um, feedback, specter that at that point in time, I it made me very uncomfortable, but I didn't fully understand. And then as I started to mature and understand, a lot of times just like shrug off because mm -hmm. it was an expectation, right? right? I think a lot of us as women have been taught that it's an expectation that you 
will hear some lewd and or crude comments and that you really shouldn't say anything. That is that is the unwritten rule. And then as a woman of color, we're also taught you can't say anything because you don't want to be the angry black woman, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've reflected over the years, my, my professional years, just my personal life, and 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 have really struggled with, hmm, why haven't I even talked about this? You hmm. know, why have I never really talked about, you know, inappropriate jokes, inappropriate comments, um, inappropriate leering or what have you? Because mm-hmm. we've all been leered at. I've definitely been out in, in, in nightclubs and stuff and um, and have been groped. Yeah. Um, grabbed. <laughs> um, hey, sister, with see Raquel joining us. Hey, sister. Um, so I, I've had those experiences and just really haven't talked about it much because a lot of times it's it's been an expectation and that's unfortunate. So I'm glad at this moment in time, this point in history, that women are stepping forward and they're speaking up and they're feeling empowered to do to do so and reclaiming their power as women. Um, but why do you think now is the time this is happening versus when Anita Hill, who was basically lambasted right in the 80s for bringing forth very similar experiences forward, right? So yeah. what what has changed in the last 30 years, do you think, in your mind? Um, well, before I jump into that, I did want to say mm-hmm. something. You, you mentioned why we haven't said anything. And I think a lot of times we normalize it mm-hmm. and because we expect it and we normalize this behavior. We begin to question ourselves, like, is that really harassment or, mm-hmm. well, you know, a joke? That's just a joke. And it may have been inappropriate, but is that really harassment? And I think that becomes a part of the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a lot of reason why women haven't spoken out because in a lot of ways, I don't think we feel like we know what the quote-unquote boundaries are mm-hmm. of harassment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as why do I see sort of this shift in people speaking about it, um, I'm going to say specifically what we've seen in Hollywood, and that's from the Bill Cosby to the Bill O'Reilly to now Harvey Weinstein. You know, I'm not even sure. I, I because in a lot of place, in a lot of ways, I don't know that workplaces have made it easier for us to report these things or to speak out on them. I'm, I'm not sure that that has really happened. I, I know there has been laws and policies put into place to say, you know, we protect you if you do come and report X, Y, Z. You're you know protected from. Um, retribution or retaliation but at the same time you know i just think about how hard it is just to say when it's <clears throat> going to hr to talk about things that maybe aren't as serious so to speak when it's just like you know i have an issue with a coworker, and i think this is something that needs to be talked about investigated whatever i'm not even sure how comfortable we feel having those conversations so to then have a bigger conversation 
mm-hmm. um, sexual harassment specifically. Um, I, you know, I, all I can say is perhaps because we live in this new social media era mm-hmm. where things can be recorded, where things can be um, publicized quickly. Mm-hmm. Perhaps mm-hmm. Um, there's this feeling that if I say something, I'm not on an island by myself because it gives women and, and men, that's not undermined mm-hmm. the fact that men are sexually harassed as well, but it gives mm-hmm. men and women the opportunity to now say, you know what, that happened to me too. Because obviously, again, Bill Cosby, Bill O'Reilly, and now Harvey Weinstein as examples, because we know they're not the only examples um, in, in, in Hollywood. I think hearing some of these other women's stories gave some women the feeling of empowerment to now speak out. And like I said, I think there maybe is the, the, the social media element of that. The fact that information travels, people find out about these things in a way that they didn't previously. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I don't know, but it, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It is very interesting. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you know, borrow a phrase from Color Purple. So when Sophia said uh, to Miss Celia, you know, a girl child ain't safe in a house full of men's, right? It it has been an experience of women. And then when you think about just the history of man, um, it has been a part of the human condition where people in positions of power exert and are abused at power on the powerless, whether it is a woman, whether it's a child, um, Mm -hmm. male, female, it really doesn't matter. Socioeconomically, it's just very um, interesting. Um, And I'm hoping that we are at a point in human history where, where, you know, the impact of social media is great because messages spread around the world. And so the message is out there. The awareness is out there. I'm at the point with the now what? So now what is going to happen? You know, Roman Polanski was still, you know, received a award a few years ago from the Academy, you know, and, and then now fast forward, I think this may be 10 or less than 10 years later. And it's like a whole, totally different response, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm at the point with the now what? Now what do we do as, as women, as men, as professionals in the workplace? You know, what is the life and leadership lesson for us all and how we handle these situations? Because so many people were complicit with their silence. Yes. So many people were complicit with, um, okay, just stay away from that person. It's just like that crazy uncle down the corner. Don't go by that house. You know, that message that some people receive, you know, it's, there's so much complicity. Like now what are we at a period in human history that we, we are going to say, you know what powerful, you can no longer do this to the powerless. You can no longer abuse children in this way. You can no longer abuse women in this way. You, you no longer can, um, you no longer can take advantage of the poor, the elderly, the sick, the riddled, what have you. Now what happens at this point in time in human history? And that that is is yet to be seen. It, yeah, it is. It's yet to be seen. I'm hoping to your point that women, men, 
we now feel empowered to speak out against the um, powers that be. Um, but where I definitely struggle with that, and you know, obviously in our current White House administration prior to um, Trump being elected, there was, the, we all know the words that came out. And, you know, honestly, I was flabbergasted by the number of women who continued to yeah. support him. So I think that is a challenge. I mean, you know, when we do come out, when we do speak out against these things, when we do say, this happened to me, you know, how many women support us on that journey? And then how many women say, I mean, well, what were you doing? How did, were you dressed? What did, you know, those questions come up as if, you know, the victim becomes criminalized in a lot of ways okay. instead of the perpetrator. So hopefully, hopefully it would be, this will be a wake up call. Mm -hmm. Maybe hopefully the call to action is that we don't jump to conclusions, but we don't dismiss, mm -hmm. completely dismiss what other people are saying is, is happening to them. Um, and we find ways to support one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that is that was a great conversation. Thank you for uh, <laughs> for participating in that. I really um, I can. Yeah, you know, and I and I do hope that regardless of where we are, to your point, that we can just not stand in judgment. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, be supportive, be more supportive all the way around, wait till the facts become clear. And when the facts are crystal clear, then stand in support and in unison and, and, and say no more. Right. So, and it's, and it's, I'm sorry, one last thing. And it's, it's not enough in my opinion to say years later, Oh, I should have said something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, I'm going to use the Hollywood example. Everybody, whether you've worked in Hollywood, dealt with Hollywood at all, everybody has heard about the casting couch, right? The perception that you have to do something in order to get a role or to get some something back in return, the quid pro quo. And a lot of times it, it was dismissed again as mm -hmm. well, that's what we do. That's just what they do. That's, that's the price of doing business, right? That's the price of doing business. And now, you know, as more people have come forward and said things now, it's, um, it's, it, there are a lot of people saying, oh, well, I knew or I had heard or, and I didn't say anything. And it's like, you know, why didn't you say anything? Mm -hmm. So yeah. hopefully more will feel empowered to say stuff. Well, hopefully so. People will be empowered to say something. And that's what we're about here with Hey Sister. We want to um, empower. Yes, we want to empower you to share your voice and to speak out and to, um, to participate in a conversation about these topics of the day and, um, and join the conversation. Now, this one is not planned, but I, I got to throw it out there because it's Sunday and... Um, Folks are watching football. I'm not watching football, but it really 
<clears throat> I think there's a theme here, whether you're talking about sexual harassment or you're talking about oppression, it is the same theme in terms of the powerful and their impact on the, the less powerful. And so what do you think about, you know, shout out to all my folks in Texas. I'm really happy that Houston Astros are doing well. Um, but what do you think about the comments from the Houston Texans owner? Because it, it, it's the same. It's about a power play, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, it, it is certainly a power play. Um, my, my opinion is, um, you know, when, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And at the end of the day, uh, these comments are not new. Um, I get, I get that axioms and expressions and idioms and colloquialisms are often used to describe situations. But when you're of a higher level of intelligence, you are expected to speak at a higher level. You're expected to have some level of emotional intelligence to say, if I make this comment, how will it be received, particularly in the environment in which we currently find ourselves? How will it be received? So, you know, and, and when we make, truly make mistakes, because we're people and we make mistakes, but when we truly make mistakes, it is okay to sincerely say, you know what? I apologize. I used an expression that while it may be a common one, it was not the best choice of words. Period, point blank, no other explanation. I messed up. That's it. Mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't see enough of that. I see all these uh, other explanations. So mm -hmm, what is Raquel, mm -hmm. Raquel said? He was being honest, but he also controls the first strings. Athletes are caught in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. in in many ways, they are caught in the middle, and again, it's no different from our workplaces. I mean, ultimately, these this is their workplace, and this is their boss, and be it sexual harassment or any other kind of verbal or physical harassment or um, oppression, as you use the word. We all go through the mental gymnastics of should I say something? Should I not say something? If I say something, what is going to happen to me? You know, do I have other people who are going to support me? Will they have my back? Will my teammates say something as well? Or are they going to sit up there and let me be that lone, um, <laughs> that, that sacrificial lamb? Mm -hmm. So I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they they are certainly caught in the middle, um, as, as Raquel pointed out. So, um, yeah. They're caught in the middle. They're caught in the middle. And, and, and like you said, like you said, you, you're weighing so You're many weighing things. So many things. I gotta mm -hmm. feed. My I gotta family. feed my family. You know. You know. Yep. I'm thinking about. Right I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about my reputation. I'm thinking about so many things. Like you said, it's definitely some mental gymnastics that's going on. So whether you're working at McDonald's or you're working for the NFL, it really doesn't matter when people in positions of power exert their power on those that they really should have under their care but that are in their employ and that are um, under their leadership, 
they really need to be more conscious, they need to be more careful, and that they should not abuse that power because a position of leadership is a privilege. It's definitely not a right. Now, it's just very interesting. So we talked about Harvey Weinstein, we talked about Bill Cosby, uh, Mark Halperin from the news, is uh, Bill O'Reilly, like all of these cases. It's just very interesting to see how the response of abuse of power is being played out on different stages and in different organizations, right? Because right. The, the, the response is very different in the NFL than it is in, uh, in some other organizations. So very interesting. So we'll see how yeah. all that turns out. But hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll be able to bring on another guest and we'll talk more about oppression and, and continue the conversation about words and how words matter because there's so many things that we can, this, this conversation is so complex. It has so many tentacles that we can just go in so many different directions. Absolutely. So, so then what do you have planned this week? What's going on this week? Uh, again, just working and trying to get myself back in the, 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 my, my, my friend Aaron told me mind over matter. So I have to get my mindset together. Okay. Speaking of Aaron, she has a comment for us here. Whoa, let's read it. <laughs> it says, this is great. At what point do we acknowledge that we cannot put ourselves in compromising circumstances? And what is our expectation when we do that? I'm not familiar with all the allegations against Harvey, but I read about giving him a massage, private meetings. What is the expectation when you put yourself in a position not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying that is a very, very good, good observation, Aaron. Yes. So what do you say to that? Whew, she's right. I mean, <laughs> it's like you said, this is such a complex issue, right? Anytime you have people in positions of power and you have people who are less powerful in any way, shape or form, mm -hmm. there is a way in which we are supposed to interact with each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's all kind of trainings and all kind of uh, things that we go through in the workplace to outline how you're supposed to interact and engage with employees. When you're the boss, how does this work? When you're the employee, how does this work? How, you know, and so, um, yeah, I definitely believe that there has been some behaviors that have been questionable, but again, it's it's that fine line because on the one hand, if you're in the lower position or the inferior position, so to speak, and someone says, well, I need you to give me a massage, you know, just give me a little massage. Um, you may feel, again, the mental gymnastics, you may feel like if I don't do this, mm -hmm. then how does that impact? my future uh, in this business, in this industry, in this company, what have you. Um, but then on the flip side of that, as the person in the, in, in the powerful position, you have a certain obligation to the people who report to you. So, um, and, and you have a certain, a certain obligation to the way you behave when you're with those people. Mm -hmm. So it, uh, it is a very delicate subject. It has mm -hmm. many tentacles, like you said. It has various layers, and uh, and there has to and, and people have to be honest about 
their responsibilities. But mm -hmm. I would tend to say that the onus is always going to fall or likely fall on the person in the more powerful position. Absolutely. I agree 100 percent. So to whom much is given, much is expected. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about these rules of engagement, <laughs> but the rules change all the time. <laughs> you know, so then it's like, so what do you do if you're invited by your superior, regardless of what? So when I worked for a pharmaceutical company, if I was invited to a meeting with the vice president or the president of my organization, do I not go? Right. Because um, a lot of times you might show up somewhere and not know what is on the other end when you arrive, right? Because that was some of the situations that have. Like you show up somewhere and then you arrive and you're like, okay, this is not the situation I thought I was going into. I thought I was going into this dinner so I could be praised for my work and my contributions to the organization, right? right. Discussing my future and what I want to do next. So, you know, it, these rules of engagement are tricky and they're scary. And, and I just think that, like you said, it is always on the onus of the person in the position of leadership and the position of power. The person that has the greatest influence has the greatest responsibility. And yeah. it's, it's, it's their obligation to make sure that the rules of engagement are clean and clear. And when I say right. clean, if you know, if you have an interest in helping someone, then help them. If you have an interest in advancing someone in career, help them advance their career. If you see a talent, help that talent grow. Because the truth is, when you give to others, it will be given unto you and multiplied upon unto but if you. Your right? interest is, I'm sorry to interrupt, but oh. yes, but if your interest is to be like, I'll <laughs> I want to have a sexual relationship with this person, mm -hmm. then there are rules of, of engagement there as well. And many companies, many companies do outline exactly how that's supposed to play out. Um, mm -hmm. if they have fraternization laws or rules or mm -hmm. what have you. So, um, but to your point, if you're trying to help somebody, help somebody. Right. You have other ideas. Yeah. Then don't call somebody over saying, oh, yeah, I'm here to help you out when you know that ain't that was not your actual intention. Um, and when you're in the lesser position, you have no idea. So, again, like you said, the person who is in the subordinate position is always playing mental gymnastics. We have another comment here. It says often this starts with subtle manipulation, attesting the water, so to speak. The predator is always surveying their prey. And that is absolutely correct. Like we said, it doesn't matter if it's a man, a woman, or a child. People who exhibit predatory behavior, people in positions of power who want to abuse that power, they do test. And oftentimes those tests come with, like we talked about earlier in the conversation, with a joke. The test mm. starts with uh, a subtle hint, a subtle right. suggestion, a subtle comment. Um, just to see what type of reaction or response is given. And, and, and that begins that process. So, yeah. yeah. All right, sister. Well, all right. This has been, yeah, we've had a great conversation today. I'm yes. so excited. So thank you guys for joining us for Hey yes. Sister. So you told us about your week this week. Let me yes. tell you a little bit what I have going on this week. So I, and Vantage Point Coaching, I am entering this pitch competition. So I'm finishing up all of my 
my documents, my business plan slide deck and submitting it over. So cross your fingers, say yes. a prayer, all that good stuff. So, so hopefully my submission, I can make it to the finals and then compete for the, the big prize. So that's right. the main thing I have going on this week. And, um, you know, stay tuned. So you guys, um, how often do we do this? So yes, Aaron is asking how often do we do this? So our plan right now is to come to you bi-weekly. So we came to you two weeks ago. we we'll come to you in the next couple of weeks. And okay, I don't, let me, I, I got to turn, put my calendar on so I can see exactly what that date is. Uh, um, can, we'll play with it. <laughs> yeah. So that is looking to be the 12th. Um, mm -hmm. And um, so November 12th. And thanks, Raquel, for wishing us luck. We're excited about it. Um, so our plan is to come to you guys every two weeks to start. And then um, if there's a hot topic, you never know, we might jump on earlier, like The View, <laughs> and talk about hot topics for the day. We love shit talking about um Everything. The issues of the day. We talk about everything, right? And um, and then you know, follow us on follow us on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook, um, follow. Oh, let me see that. Uh, oh, thank um, you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. So we have. So you know, you can find me at um, Vantage Point Coach on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So find follow me, uh, Vantage uh, Point Coach. Well, we gonna wait. We gonna wait. We gonna wait till we set up a, a Hey Sister page because yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you guys, everybody on. Uh, yeah, on well, you got Miss CJ right here. So that's her um, her Twitter moniker, and she also has a Facebook moniker where she kind of goes in on topics. So. You know, we have the Christina perspective. We got the CJ Wright perspective. So you guys want to, you know, follow her there. And so, yes, this is a this we're birthing this whole thing right now. So it's something that we said we were going to do. And it was like I told her this year is not going to pass without us getting this getting this thing off the ground. So we got it off the ground when I was in Arizona for her birthday a few weeks ago. And now we're just going to keep coming. There's so many things that we want to share, and 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 we're just excited to be to, to be on this journey and have you guys join us on this journey. So stay tuned. There will be more. You'll get to see these pretty little girls. <laughs> um, so we we're there. There will be more. There is more to come. So thank you guys for joining us today and um, check in um, check in with us. So. Bye-bye. Any parting words? Nope. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.